Hello, Podlers. Coming up, a real treat as Matt Dyson talks DIY. Because I've not put the roll plugs in properly. It's horrible. And then one time I tried to drill into a concrete lintel. Enjoy the show. Brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. It's your Thursday morning and I am intrigued by your mood. Is it a good one or a bad mood? Or maybe it's a variation of a mood that's gone off piste from the quite simply good or bad. Let me know across the Absolute Radio socials. And let me start this morning with our very own Emma Jones. Emma Jones, do we find you in a good mood or a bad mood and why? I'm in a good mood because um, I know we can't go on holiday at the moment, but uh, where I am, uh, certainly in the UK, it's been hotter than Ibiza, Barcelona and Rome this week. And so it's just making me really happy. I've been to the park, we're allowed to sit down in the park now, so I've been to sunbathe in the park, had a little picnic. It's just, it's really lifting my mood, so I'm in a good mood. That's lovely. Mm. Have you taken it uh, a step further and maybe tried to renegotiate with your neighbour who we were led to believe through your anecdote was going to let you borrow her garden only to just say, yeah, you should definitely use the driveway? Have you been tempted, given this heat wave, to have another little knock on the door? I hate them more every day because we can, we can see them from our window going round into the garden. They keep taking like drinks and snacks. Oh. They had pizza out there the other day and, uh, and oh, we're like in no. our little prison just oh, no. behind oh, the window you. looking at them. Yeah, on that driveway. There's, there's one way, there's one way uh, to make the, the weather feel even better, which is something I tried yesterday, which is just put, I just found a bottle of sun cream just lying about the flat and I just rubbed a tiny bit on my hands and if you just smell your hands, you, you are transported oh. to a, yeah. a poolside in Portugal or something that is the most emotive thing you can possibly do. Yeah, it really Totally is. agree. The suntan lotion thing is a good hack and Emma, so you're in a good mood because of this nice weather that many of us are having, particularly where you're living right now. I want to know about the rest of you guys. Good mood, bad mood, get in touch. It's good mood, bad mood on your Thursday morning. Jess has got in touch saying, Dave, I stayed up until late last night to finish an assignment. Figured I'd wake up tired and in a bad mood, but I feel fantastic. One less thing to worry about. Yeah, ticking things off the to-do list is always nice. Hal says, I've just been woken by my upstairs neighbours drilling and moving things around. And now I know I'm going to be in a bad mood for the rest of the day. Stay strong, Hal. Stay strong. So, Matt Dyson, good mood or bad mood today and why? Good mood uh, today because, uh, you know, I'm not a massive DIY enthusiast, but I think if you get to the end of lockdown and you haven't done anything around the house, you've really failed in life. So I've identified a DIY job, which is small and achievable and relatively easy. Uh, And so that's why I'm in a good mood. It's all thanks to Chris Martin. No, not the Coldplay frontman, not the comedian, not the championship footballer the presenter on Absolute Radio, our friend and yours, Chris Martin. Uh, he has uh, come up with an amazing life hack for people in a house with a small loo. Uh, it's a secret shelf above the door tidying stuff out of sight. So you can put like the bleach and the, the air freshener and the bog rolls up there. And it's a really easy job because all I have to do is put up one shelf and then I've transformed the bathroom. So jobs are good and surely. But it's not that much of a secret because there are people who don't just face the loo when they when they use it. You know, there's other people who turn around oh, for yeah, various so, yes, reasons. When, yes, when you, so when, it will when be revealed like a surprise, like behind <laughs> the when you sit down, You'll see it, you'll see it and you'll marvel at it. That's right, you'll go, oh, wow, yeah, look at that. Great use of space. Impressive. 
I don't know if I like things out on display. I, I, I hate to be that fussy. What? But well, when people no. see my just toilet give... duck, I just think I've <laughs> just given up. At the moment, <laughs> I'll just get a floor down behind the toilet, so it's better than that, surely. <laughs> what you do is carve a hole in the floor and hide yeah. it like under the floorboards, oh, and then that way yes. it feels even more of a secret. A yeah. trapdoor for bleach. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, just yeah. straw on top of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, that um, sounds like I, a bit of a harder DIY job, to be honest, though, Glenn. Yeah. No, Rambo um, did it. You can do it too. Oh, you right. can do it. Just whittle some spikes. It's absolutely fine amongst the toilet duck and, and other bleaches. Um, so, Matt Dyson, you do realise this sounds like quite a big job still, though, because you've got to get a ladder and raw plugs and oh, a drill no. and a shelf, oh, and yeah, you've got to yeah. do all those things plugs. and brackets. I hate raw plugs, but yeah, I can do that. I've got the drill. I've got the necessaries. I reckon I can do it in about an hour. Um, I'm in a good mood today for similar reasons because the dreaded trellis thing that I've been building for the last week is finally finished. I finished it yesterday after the show. Bit of improv involved. Doesn't exactly look like it did on the box, not going to lie, but it's done. I've, I've done this thing with my hands which means it's over <laughs> and we never have to talk about it again. Um, good mood or bad mood, get in touch, let me know which one we find you in. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Thursday morning, you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. And before we get back into uh, establishing what kind of mood the nation is in right now, uh, this has come through from Simone. Matt, she wants to know, what's your problem with raw plugs? <laughs> How have they affected you in the past? What happens yeah, that fateful day? I found day? Uh, drilling into old old houses and the walls, very varying levels of hardness of the walls, you know, I've had to get drill bits, uh, masonry bits, different types of bits to get the holes in. And then That's why I you were throwing in, off the hat and garden job, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and I'm re I really am no expert, so whenever I hang something on the wall, I'm constantly worried about it falling down because I've not put the roll plugs in properly, it's horrible. And then one time I tried to drill into a concrete lintel. My Uncle Raj was like, oh, that's a concrete lintel. I was going, what the hell is a concrete lintel? I have no idea. So this is what I, I'm just, it's, I have no idea about the why so okay. I'm worried about every step of it it's a fear of the unknown I, I kind of I know what they, I know how you feel my friend I really do hey guys this is the second day in a row that I've woken up in a good mood says Matt he finishes with there must be something wrong well just enjoy it Matt that's that's the main <laughs> thing Lisa says Dave I did something many would think is crazy and took a day off yesterday just to sleep now that I'm rested I've woken up in the best mood. I can't even tell you how good it feels to have slept for so long. Oh, it's nice, isn't it? It's a bit like the analogy I use is where you, you're only able to charge your phone a little bit at a time throughout the course of a day because you're flitting around. But then there's those mm. times when you get to plug it in, maybe even turn it off and just let that bad boy juice up. And I think the oh, human yeah. body needs that. Put it on airplane Feels mode, good. man. Yeah. Oh, Lisa, Kick put back. yourself on airplane mode. That's what you need to do. Good advice, man. Um, Glenn? I'm in a fantastic mood. Um, oh, I found it. something yesterday, discovered something I didn't even know we had. And it must have it got lost in transit, I thought, when I, when I moved flat. And it's more satisfying, I think, than finding like a five pound note in a pair of jeans. I found a massive <laughs> extension lead and it oh, is just it's tra it has transformed every room I take it into no longer no longer do I broadcast this show huddled in the corner of the room directly next to the plug socket I am now three meters away from the nearest wall oh. it, is, it is mind blowingly <laughs> life changing so for me. I, feel, so, I feel amazing and I feel like it's going to make me feel great for the next six days or so I'm, I'll be in a good mood yeah. next week because of the same extension lead 
I'm so pleased for you. This is the equivalent. So what's basically happened is you've, you're, you work in the big corporate world and they've given you the corner office. The fact you've been able to move three feet away from your wall means that you're, oh, you're yeah. now an executive. Yeah. This extension leader has made you an executive, Glenn. Congratulations. Oh, I'm really pleased for you. <laughs> um, good mood, bad mood. Keep them coming. There's more of those on the way. Up next, however, well, Matt Dyson is going to give us all the social ammunition. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Thursday morning. We're at this time, as promised, for Matt Dyson and the social ammunition. Matt, what is going on out there? Uh, well, I thought today we'd have a little move away from the uh, COVID-19 heavy content of late. Uh, there are some other things that you can garner from t- socials. Interesting facts, strange musings, things you've never heard of. So I sort of take our mind off the uh, the global pandemic today on Social Ammo. Uh, first up, an, in- an interesting musing. A man called Aidan Kelly simply asked, I wonder how many times Rod Hull used Emu to take hot stuff out of the oven? <laughs> he must have been a few times where he thought, oh, I've got nothing else, there's no tea towel, oh, emu, I'm going to have to do that, sorry, I'm going to have to, because he, he provided quite a lot of protection from a hot oven tray, surely, wouldn't he? Um, and then there's uh, amazing facts like this one, Kate Bush, the writer of the song Wuthering Heights, has the same birthday as Emily Bronte, the writer of the novel Wuthering Heights. That's an interesting point. Oh, wow. Strange one, isn't it? And then there is uh, something that I'd never heard of until recently when I saw this video of uh, archaeologist Dr. Dr. Jean-Loup Ringot, uh, who specialise, I presume it's pronounced Ringo, actually, Jean-Loup Ringo, uh, specialises in prehistoric music. Uh, this could be another offshoot for Absolute Radio, potentially going forward. <laughs> Absolute Radio prehistoric. Uh, he is the scene. Well, just done a cave painting. Check it out online. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, he is uh, seen on this video uh, demonstrating the lithophone. Is anyone aware of the lithophone? No. No. It is, it is music. But then made. I put it back down again, yeah? <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's early. Sorry. It is music uh, made entirely from rocks, big rocks, small rocks. He lays them all out like a sort of instrument, like a drum kit around him, these massive rocks, and then he rubs smaller stones on them and taps them. And this is what it sounds like. beautiful sound isn't it well that was done with rocks yeah it does sound like wind chimes doesn't it but it's all used big you know big rocks like you'd use in a dry stone wall or something massive ones all different shapes and sizes you'd never get a roar or plug into them is that what you're saying (laughs) you wouldn't no you really wouldn't yeah 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 but they produce all different uh different sounds beautiful yeah so there you go something you may not have heard about before but you've heard about it right here on social ammo on your Thursday morning, I like to gauge the mood of the country. It's quite simply, good mood or bad mood, and why? Naomi says, Dave, I had a dream where my partner and I were arguing about who should mow the lawn. Don't ask. But now I'm in a bad mood, because he lied to me about mowing the lawn in my dream. Again, don't ask. So Naomi's partner is um, going to have a rough day today, all because he didn't. He lied about mowing the lawn in a dream. <laughs> this is a recurring little theme on the show, though, isn't it? Often... People in dreams can, you know, affect you in a way that it has a knock on to actual life. And this is just another example of that. Dave, good mood. Three more days at work and I've got a much needed week off. Well, congratulations to you, David. 
came downstairs to see that for the first time all week, the dog hasn't eaten its bed. So to be fair, I'm in a great mood. That's from Sally. <laughs> Sally, thank you very much indeed. Uh, now coming up next, we're gonna get all Blazing Squad on your ass and we're gonna flip reverse it. And I'm talking about a question we asked you on Tuesday morning. The flip reversed version is coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Thursday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. We're on Tuesday as part of Six Degrees of National Days. We asked you about the things that sound like they're going to be truly horrendous. But they're in fact really great. And today we are, as I suggested, going to flip reverse that. So I want to know across the Absolute Radio socials and via email at dave at What sounds great but is truly horrendous? And I'll get the ball rolling. <clears throat> Watching Sunderland Till I Die, the series finale. Now, I only got round to doing this yesterday. And as a Charlton Athletic supporter, it sounds great because I know what's coming. I know that in the last dying seconds of added time, we won 2-1 and got promoted to the championship. So who wouldn't want to watch the kind of yeah. HD camera, Netflix documentary filmmakers, you know, capture that day for me to then enjoy whilst having a glass of beer. It just sounds so great. But I had spent the rest of the series investing so heavily in those poor suffering Sunderland fans <laughs> that watching us win that game was one of the most horrendous experiences of my life. I felt so, so sorry for the Sunderland oh. fans. I mean, I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. Um, but it, it sounds great, but it's truly horrendous. Yeah, it's a bit like if every time you played FIFA Online, every time you beat an opponent, it then showed you a video of that like 12-year-old crying because you've beaten them. <laughs> yeah. You had to watch that video in full. <laughs> exactly. I mean, as soon as that goal went in, Patrick Bauer scored that goal for us. There's, you know, it's jubilant scenes in the show end, and it just cuts to that guy with his wife who's had the Sunderland Until I Die graphic tattooed on his mm. inner forearm. And then it's the guy who earlier on, I think you established that it's his birthday. I felt really <laughs> bad for the ball. I know. Oh, it's tragic. Um, Matt, what about you? What sounds great but is truly horrendous? Uh, lime pickle. Because uh, I, I love, mm. I love everything about an Indian restaurant. I love the whole process. I love all the chutneys. And I remember when I first tried lime pickle, I thought, oh, it's part of the chutney tray. I love all. I love the mint yogurt. I love the mango chutney. This has got limes in. It. I love limes. I love pickle. This is going to be great and a great new addition to my life. But then you try it, and it just, I, d I don't know what it is. It's not even hot. It's just like so salty. It's so vinegary as well. Yeah. It's it? just grim, man. It's so I don't know who it's, I don't know it's for. <laughs> I, I, actually, see... I like it, but I don't think many what? people do. It's always the one that's left, isn't it's it? It's horrible, yeah, yeah. Oh, they mm. should never... I shouldn't bother sending it out. It's just great. I know they want to preserve it, but you can preserve things and make them taste nice at the same time. It's just such a massive disappointment to me. Like, I think it's... Whilst I totally agree with what you're saying, I think there's a, an element of mixology about it. I think that the true cultured Indian food eaters are able to balance that uh, alongside right. the meat sauce and yes. the mango chutney. So you, and you get some onion salad mouthful. in there to give it some crunch and you've got... Yeah, I think if you have everything in the oh. tray in one mouthful, you get like a bit of salt, a bit of sweet, a bit of right. spice, and then like the cool... Oh, you're right. Because you're, you're dipping separately. You're dipping separately, whereas I you am. should make a mixture on your plate, the little side plate they give yeah. you that no one ever uses. This, this is like when you ate that cake and you ate just... 
the bicarbonate of soda first separately I deconstruct everything yeah oh no <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there we go we're off and running what sounds great but is truly horrendous whether it be lime pickle or the series finale to Sunderland Till I Die it's over to you davidabsoluteradio.co.uk the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio on your Thursday morning we're asking you what sounds great but is truly horrendous Max says paintball. Shooting each other in a non-fatal way sounds great. But £80 worth of paintballs and the unexploded one that strikes you in your gentleman's vegetable patch 30 seconds into the game (laughs) and you realise your two-hour motorway trip in relentless traffic was a bad idea. And as I say, that one's coming from Max. So we'll add paintball to the Steamed up goggles as well. Horrendous. Oh, yeah. The whole thing's a nightmare. Just do Laser Quest. No, no one's yeah. going to judge you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Glenn, in your, in your mind, what sounds great but is actually truly horrendous and we should all know about it? All you can eat. I, I, I love the idea, oh. but I see it as, yes, I will eat all that yeah. I can. It's not, a, it's not a suggestion. I will yeah. have... A, and and I'll, I will eat dinners that I would never, ever order in a restaurant you know there'll be some spaghetti and shepherd's pie next to each other on the plate and they, yeah. they would never I would never order that I don't know why I get those sort of uh, <laughs> cravings for those particular things but I, I I leave every all-you-can-eat situation desperately ill and I don't <laughs> and it just makes me regret having gone there in the first place also, they should be go, they should be illegal if you go to a place that does 25 different cuisines they're not going to do any one of them well yeah no I was no, about to say it's in a similar traits. wheelhouse yeah. isn't it yeah no, absolutely right. Okay, well, well, we're definitely going to put that onto the list. Um, Cash says yoga. What on earth was I thinking? But the only mm. thing worse than that has to be laughter therapy. Don't ever think I felt so self-conscious and unrelaxed in my whole life. We had to do a dance workshop after we'd finished. <laughs> so the triple whammy of yoga, laughter therapy and a dance workshop. I, yeah, okay, Cash, we'll definitely add that one to the list. Don't you worry. Uh, keep them coming. What sounds great, but it's truly horrendous. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show where we are posing the flip reverse of the question we did on Tuesday morning, which now stands as, what sounds great but is truly horrendous? Emma Jones, you are the final team member to be given an opportunity to add something to our list. What are you going for? Well, similarly to the one that we just had, which said yoga, mine is meditation. Right. It, it sounds mm. it sounds like it's going to be really relaxing, but um, I went to a meditation class once where the instructor was like, um, "Just don't think about anything. You know, if a thought enters your head, just don't think about it." And of course, then you start thinking about a thousand things. And then she would say, "Like, and if you've got an itch, don't scratch it. Just ignore it." And then I would think, oh, "Well, I'm, no. immediately I want to scratch mm. everywhere on my body. It's not." relaxing in the slightest <laughs> immediately I wanted to scratch over my body is a great piece of audio that we could get to stand alone um, it's so true it's like even and I haven't done it done it had that from a meditation perspective but even if I'm just get, if I well back in the day if you remember when we had massages I've been massaged before and your nose is starting to itch and I'm, and I'm so annoyed that my arm isn't long enough to reach round the bottom of the bed and up through the hole that my face is in <laughs> so that I can yeah. scratch it I've got, I've got to move and I don't want them to think they're doing something wrong because I start to fidget around Around. So, you know, it'd be nice to have longer arms. <laughs> Dave Zorby. <laughs> oh. 
I went with a friend for my birthday a couple of years back. Halfway down the hill, my friend broke her wrist from the whiplash. Oh. We spent the rest oh of the day in A&E, and the nurse felt so sorry for me, she got me a birthday muffin, which didn't have any candles in it, because you're not allowed to have a naked flame in a hospital. Kind regards, oh. Alex. Oh, wow. That's so sad. I agree on the Zorbing front. I did Zorb football once on a stag do where oh, the top half of your body is in a Zorb ball. <laughs> but if you just get targeted as the person who just gets pushed over, then it happens again and again and again. You just can't get back up again. It is the yeah. most... It's the most pathetic you can feel, I think, if you're rolling around and your legs can't touch the floor. Yeah. Um, that, that does, the imagery of that is pretty pathetic. You're right. I, I tried Zorbin once, and the, the most annoying thing about it is the, the Zorb wouldn't roll. So it just, I got in it, went through all the safety because got strapped in, and then it just kind of slid. So I was just on my back in like this kind of plastic bubble, just sliding down a hill, where it's uh. the kind of whoa <laughs> moment comes from you like rolling. So yeah. I just be going, yeah. oh, well, this is a real adrenaline junkie day here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like I've had to cover myself in bubble wrap and then just kind of, kind of slid, slid down a hill. Um, so Zorbing is definitely going on the list of what sounds great, but is truly horrendous. Keep them coming, Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Thursday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, where, as regular listeners will know, it is Wednesdays that I ask for your cool badges. Have you done something seriously uncool? You feel you need to ump in the badge and hand it in. And yesterday, during that section of the show, we had a cool badge that was so monumental in its uncoolness that we had to dig a little deeper. We had to scratch that itch. And I'm so pleased we did because it meant that we got to speak to the living legend now known as Pat Test Matt. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Dave. It's great having you on the show. I am currently looking at the message that you sent in to us and there's a lot to unpick here. <laughs> but effectively... One of my stable mates said something on air that prompted you to call in and correct that person. Our very own Leona Graham. And she was talking about pat testing on her show. And firstly, what is that? Why did it anger your blood? She was reading a text from somebody saying they were whatever part of the country and they were carrying out pat testing today. Now, pat testing, uh, P-A-T stands for Portable Appliance Testing, which is where... If you look around your studio or your home, any, not probably not your home, but the studio, anything that's plugged in, laptops, equipment, will have a little sticker on it, giving a date of when it was tested to see that it was okay. But it's portable appliance testing. So if you say pat testing, effectively you're saying portable appliance testing, testing. <laughs> so unless you follow that with one, two, one, two, it doesn't really work. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's like Portable appliance testing, testing, one, two, one, two. <laughs> you know, yeah, there, was, there was a time where, um, you know, I wasn't that fussy what I put into my body or where I woke up in the morning. And now I right. get angry because people are, are misapplying acronyms. It's... <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Now a hero in the annals of history for this breakfast show. We'll all remember where we were the day we met Pat Test Matt. And if you want to hand in the call badge for yourself or on behalf of someone that you know, then you can get them to me at dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. I'll be claiming more next Wednesday. Coming up this morning, well, it's all about your apologies, corrections and clarifications.
The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Just one breakfast show, but with eight playlists. It's the same with the Home Time Boys from four. Download the free Absolute Radio app. Listen to myself and the team. Listen to Bush and Richie, but flick around from the decades and choose the music that you want to listen to. Uh, now, we started this hour by flip reversing a question we asked you on Tuesday morning. And it became, what sounds great but is truly horrendous? And Chris has gone for going on a pedlo on holiday in 90 degree heat. <laughs> Who wants a sweaty leg workout oh, on their time off? Uh, oh, yeah. I've actually had panic come on from being out on a pedlo where I can feel my <laughs> half Irish legs burning in the midday Spanish sunshine. And I, and I don't know whether I've got enough left in me because I decided yeah. to have a beer if I've got enough in me to get back oh. to the shoreline. And I've actually had like a little ripple of panic. Um, oh. Go through my body, Matt. Are you are you a pedlo? Are you a pedlo? Oh on no, holiday? no, not anymore. But I have done in the past. Yeah, it's, it's sort of the appearance. <laughs> you double. Out, you go, you go out into the water, <laughs> and then you can swim in the the deep sea, and it's great fun, isn't it? But it's just knackering. And like you say, you feel like you might have to call the Coast Guard, which would be so embarrassing. Imagine being that. <laughs> My knees have gone red. Like... Help me, help me. <laughs> I, f- I feel like as well, while you're pedalling, you get really jealous of people who are actually swimming because you're baking hot and also you're just millimetres above yeah. the water, but you yourself aren't getting what... It, it, it's like, I, I don't like it if ever I go to a hot country and I end up going like visiting an aquarium because you just get jealous of all the fish. <laughs> you know, I wish, wish I was underwater. Yeah. Um, Emma Jones, you strike me as someone who was like, born for pedlo like, I can see you there with Stefan, champagne popping, just loving yeah. life in the midday sun. <laughs> I do, whoever's on holiday with me, I always strong arm them into doing some kind of water sport with me. But pedalos okay. are a bit too much hard work. I think they're only worth it if you've got a fun little slide you can slide down once you get out. Yes. Ah, yes. Whoever, no, whoever invented that slide deserves to be rich than Jeff Bezos. That is one of the greatest inventions of all time. And you know as well, that was one of those where they were just chilling out at their beach hut and like the figures were down. Look, we're not just earning any money anymore, Jim. What are we going to do? And he looked up and he saw the pedlos that they hire and he looked over and a slide caught his eye and he went, <gasps> and then in his mind's eye, they just merged together and he went, don't worry, we're going to be okay. You're absolutely right. We That is definitely something that sounds great, but is truly horrendous. The holiday pedlos low in the burning sun. Thank you everybody for getting in touch. Coming up next, your apologies, corrections and clarifications. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's a Thursday morning, which means it's apologies, corrections and clarifications day. And wishing to make all three, online one is Damien. Good morning, Damien. Morning, Dave. Morning, uh, morning team. Morning. Hello. Morning. Uh, Damien, welcome to the show. So you start with a clarification, and that is that you can read. Um, I can indeed. I'd like to. <laughs> but often, well it's good done. to get that out of the way. Um, yeah. But yeah. often when you're reading aloud, it's at the end of a long working day. So who are you reading aloud to? Um, my little girl. Okay, and how old is one. she? Uh, five, because she's called Indy. Indy and she's five. Well, hello, Indy. So you're doing a bedtime story for Indy after a long, hard day. And what are you, what are you reading to her? What are you reading to her? Uh, we decided to go for The Little Mermaid this night. Well, this is a lovely book. What could possibly go wrong? Why would you need to make a clarification, apology, a correction about any of this? What happened, Damien? Uh, well, basically, uh, we picked up the work, uh, book. Like I said, it's the end of a, a long day at work. I was uh, pretty tired. Um, we got to the end where Ursula turns into a sea monster and I got to the infamous line which was 
she thrashed the sea with her great big testicles. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no. And I would like to make the correction that it was actually tentacles rather than testicles. <laughs> and I'd like to apologise for the oh, fact amazing. that I could potentially have scarred my little girl for life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm sure she's going to be absolutely just fine. We do sometimes have people try and cobble together an apology, correction and clarification, but no one has ever done it so well. And, and Indy is very deserving of this as well. So um, is that I'm a little mate? Go on. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just glad it was the five-year-old rather than the eight-year-old, because I know the eight-year-old would have Googled it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So have, have you parked Little Mermaid for now, Damien? Is, is that one, has that been pushed towards the back of the bookshelf, never to be seen again? Have, what have you moved on to? No, I, I, I don't think Not I've got that faux pas again, no. so um, oh, okay, hopefully yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm safe with that one. I'm, I'm yeah. just worried about what I'll read if I read any other uh, Disney Disney princess books. <laughs> uh, Damien, it's been lovely having you on the show and your apology, correction, clarification happily received. Thanks for tuning in and send our love to the family. Will do. Thanks a lot, guys. It's your apologies, corrections and clarifications day. And well, this person is a former star of the show and she says, I feel honoured to be mentioned I am the wall of grass girl. However, this is something that still looms over me to this day. So I would like to clarify to my friends, family, you and the team that I do know the words to Liam Gallagher's wall of glass. And it was due to sheer nervousness and awkwardness and a little laugh that slurred my words that I sung wall of grass. And that is from Verity, who, of course, uh, Verity was a Liam Gallagher super fan that we surprised by getting her to do LG karaoke. And then the great man himself came out and went surprise um, so let's see if this was nervousness awkwardness and a little laugh this is Verity take it away Verity it's good enough for us that you've got back in touch with the show don't worry it's now official to myself the team your friends and family we know that you're an LG super fan we can just leave it there uh, keep your apologies corrections and clarifications coming Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. Matt Dyson, have you got one this morning? Uh, yeah, I'd like to apologise to my daughter, Bess, for showing her um, You've Been Framed. I talked about it, how we watched it earlier in the week, and the kids loved it, and it's a whole new generation of fans for the show. But now, uh, I think as I did back in the 80s, she's now obsessed with making a clip to earn £250. So she's now... <laughs> every skateboards t- come out from the basement. It's, it's much easier now, because they've got their own devices, so they can make these videos all the time. So she's just like... She's She's constantly thinking about how she can make her next You've Been Frame video. There's one where she, she's on her bike and she crashes into me. It's fairly convincing, not quite there. There's one where, you know, those Kallax storage units you get from Ikea, those box ones. Hmm. There's one where she pretended to have got stuck in there. But it's just all, it's all too hammy. I don't think they're going to fall for it. But you could always become... tell the ones that were staged, couldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but I just feel sorry that she's now burdened with a constant desire to make £250. And it's going to continue. <laughs> um, okay, so that's Matt's apology. Keep them coming. It's apologies, corrections and clarifications. Do 
Thursday morning where I'm craving your apologies, corrections and clarifications on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. And this one says, I need to apologise to my girlfriend for the last time I publicly outed her for forgetting my birthday every year. And that comes from Josh. And publicly outed, well, that happened on this very show. So I believe that you have something in your relationship Rolodex that you fold away under B for birthday. <laughs> tell everyone what's going on, Josh. So uh, every time my um, fiance has to uh, tell anybody or um, write my birthday down, she always forgets, uh, even though it's the passcode on her phone. <laughs> <laughs> was that your attempt to get her to remember it by saying, why don't you make the passcode that, on no, your phone? No, that, that was her attempt to remember it. <laughs> And she forgets it every year. How long have you been together? Uh, ten years. Ten? What? Ten years. So does she just never use her phone then, or what? <laughs> oh, no, she never puts it down. Oh, right. It never gets locked oh, you down. Mu- you must, yeah. It must be a complex series of numbers, Josh. What, what is it? It's uh, 06, 07. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is a complex set of numbers. Uh, so, uh... Josh has got back in touch basically saying that some six months later after we spoke to him, um, he's just decided to give in. So um, he just wants to clarify that he will never bring it up again and he's apologised to his girlfriend for even bringing it up because there's just no point. Josh has given up the ghost, he really has. Um, Emma Jones, is there an apology, correction or clarification you wish to make? Yes, I need to apologise to my husband this week. Oh my god, don't do that! I know. I've slipped into the vortex again. Um, Okay, so, okay, uh, let me just make sure we're recording on every device. Okay, take it away. It's a bit of a weird one as well because we are sharing our working space at the moment. So I think this is the first one I've probably done where he's actually looking me in the eye. So it's quite different. Morning, Stefan. <laughs> um, but I, I had some really unfortunate timing. So I, I took um, our car off the road because I wasn't using it. I wasn't obviously driving anywhere. Um, so I didn't tax it. I cancelled the insurance. We couldn't drive the car. Um, and then the day after I did that, uh, golf courses reopened in England. And uh, he was furious with me. So <laughs> oh, I'm man. sorry to him for that. Wow. <laughs> Oh, what, what, had he gathered his clubs ready to throw them in the boot and, and get off there and get some exercise? Well, he was like, do you know what? As soon as golf courses reopen, the weather's getting nice. He was like, you won't see me for the rest of the summer. And I was like, what, one small thing with that is that uh, you, you can't get there. Sorry. <laughs> I furloughed the car. I furloughed oh, the no. car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have an apology from Emma Jones to Stefan, a real collector's item. It's a Thursday morning, you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, a breakfast show that has eight different playlists. Download the free Absolute Radio app to pick the music that you want to hear whilst we talk. And lots of things we talk about are motivated and generated by you. You can get in touch anytime you like about anything you want, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk, which is exactly what Rick has done. And he says, Dear Dave, I just wondered if I was the only person who does this and what it says about me. Whenever I go somewhere, I like to make up my own sayings and then leave. I say it with such confidence and positivity that it sounds real. It makes me laugh. It's getting a little harder now that we're social distancing, but here's an example for you and the team. You're in a petrol station and the cashier hands back your change but accidentally drops some of the coins. Then you say something like, a drop coin is better than a badger stuck in an alleyway, and then you leave. (laughs) 
<laughs> Once when I was out running, a gentleman walked past me with a dog that was really pulling on his lead. And I slowed down a little bit and said, a pulling dog is better than a squirrel with no nuts, and then carried on running. <laughs> Only to notice that the gentleman and his dog were trying to catch up with me. I stopped and he asked, what does that saying actually mean? As he'd never heard it before. I told him with confidence, a squirrel with no nuts will pass away in the winter. But with a pulling dog, you know they will be alive. And then I just ran off again. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. Impressive. That's incredible. I love it. I really do. And, and they kind of make sense, don't they? Do you remember that time on the show, which could have been 15 years ago, it could have been six months ago, who knows anymore, uh, where we did make up your own uh, Deep South saying. That was fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Maybe yeah, we should yeah. do that again from lockdown. Um, Rick, thank you very much indeed for getting in touch. As I say, you can get in touch anytime you like about anything you want. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Time to bid you farewell for your Thursday morning. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for getting in touch. Once again, you can do anytime you like at dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The podcast is out and about, ready for your ears. Will it be called If You Can See My Toilet Duck, I've Given Up? Uh, I think that's something I said around the six o'clock mark. I hate raw plugs. That's a massive admission from Matt Dyson there. Uh, what the hell is a concrete lintel? Um, I think that was linked to the raw plugs thing as well. Yeah, yeah. Put yourself on aeroplane mode. So there we go. They are the four podcast names. What we're going with, Matt, you've got deciding vote this morning, I think. Toilet duck, I think. Toilet duck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If you could see my toilet duck, I've given up. That is the name of the podcast you're looking for. Know this, we'll be back tomorrow, 6am. Thank you ever so much for tuning in once again. Stay safe, stay entertained. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.